guys welcome to another episode of get up 10 <laughs> so i scheduled this conversation on instagram for 9 a.m and it's 903 because i'm scrambling here to set up and right as i was getting ready to hit start god was like mm, you forgot your bible so i was like oh let me get that so anyways i just want y'all to know that today i have my notes i have six pages of notes here I'm not going to be talking for like hours. Don't worry. It's not that. But I just want you to know that I'm not playing today. Like we have an agenda today. Okay. We're serious today. <laughs> so before I get into what I really wanted to talk about, I first wanted to talk about hitting 50 episodes this week, which was super exciting. Um, I never really thought about hitting like a specific number of episodes. I just was like making my content, putting it out, making my content, putting it out. And so to hit 50 was really exciting because it's just a milestone, you know, like I've been doing my podcast since 2018 and I haven't been consistent as I have wanted to be over the years, but you know, I never gave up on my podcast. And so it's exciting to just like process that because it's like 50 episodes. So I'm not gonna stop doing the episodes anytime soon so if somebody was to like start my podcast today they could literally listen to one episode every week and have something to listen to which is so exciting or also just I was thinking about like five years that's like 10 episodes for each year and that's pretty good so I have to celebrate that because I have a bad habit of just like brushing over my victories because I'm like nah like that's cool but we still got bigger like we're still not where we want to be yet and I just like gloss over the things that I'm accomplishing on the way so I definitely actually wanted to take a moment to celebrate because it is really exciting and there is research that shows that most podcasts don't even make it past like 10 and that 10 episodes is generous like most podcasts do not make it very far so I don't take it lightly to have made it to 50 episodes and I just pray that God gives me content and guests for 50 more so I just want to talk about that oh wait I'm not done on this topic <laughs> I also wanted to say that when I started my podcast I was literally sitting on the floor in my parents office in front of the doors <laughs> you can go on Facebook and look at the old live videos and you'll see the doors in the background because like I didn't even have a wall that I felt was like good enough to sit in front of so I just sat on the floor in front of these doors with my laptop and my headphones and that was it like I didn't get any special equipment I did not um have like I made my my original uh cover art for my podcast like I made it myself with some gold glitter and <laughs> I loved it like God has just I mean obviously we still have a ways to go because I'm not in a studio yet but God has really just done a work and my podcast is just proof that you just take what you got whatever you got it's enough to get started start where you're at don't worry about all the extra stuff is going to come along as you get going my podcast is surely proof of that and I don't think I ever told the story of the microphone that I've been holding lately so the job my last job that I was working they would give us free gifts for like birthdays and holidays and stuff. So it was kind of like a catalog. You go to this website and it shows you a whole bunch of options for gifts that you can choose. And so I chose a ring light 
and a microphone because I already knew that there was content to be created and the podcast was going to be relaunched eventually. So I actually got this for free. I got the ring light that I use for free. So, I mean, my podcast is just proof that like the things that you need, they'll come as you go. So I really want to hit on that because I don't want to just sit here like 50 episodes. No, like I need somebody to know that you can get started where you're at. Okay. So today (laughs) my topic is in the presence of my enemies for real. Okay. Um, So many times I've happened to go on Instagram and I'll just see like a live or somebody talking about their devotional for the day. And it'll be like just what I need to hear. Like just on accident, I'll just happen to tune in. So I wanted to be instead of being a person like tuning in, I wanted to be the person speaking for somebody else because <laughs> the other day I was reading my Bible as I do. And what I was reading was just blessing me like the revelations, the notes, like I was just learning so much. And I was like, I really want to share this because it's so good. And yes, Get Up 10 is a podcast. Yes, I'm going to have interviews and guests and all these type of things. But more than that, like I want to keep God first in my podcast. So and even like when I first started my podcast, Uh, If you're an OG, if you've been with me from the beginning, like, you know, in the beginning on those episodes, I would always like share a scripture at the end. And I haven't really been doing that lately. But when God puts something on my heart to share, I'm going to do it. So here we go. Anyways, I also wanted to talk about reading my Bible. I think I mentioned this in the relaunch a little bit. But in case you didn't listen to that, I was just sharing how this year I really started reading my Bible consistently. Um, I went to a king. conference for kingdom entrepreneurs and millions conference by tiffany montgomery and what i love about that conference is that even though it's for entrepreneurs it's not like hey guys go buy my book hey guys do this program hey guys you need to read this book this is going to show you how to market it's like nah everything you need to run a successful business is in the bible go read your bible and i love that and i took it seriously so when i got home from that conference i found a plan how to read my bible in a year so you can read your bible a lot faster for sure if you want to but i wanted something small like something tangible like something i could literally commit to every single day so that's what i found is this uh read the bible in a year plan and if you're interested in that reach out to me i'll send i'll send you the one that i have but you can literally just google that and choose one that you like so i've been doing that and uh, last week i was in first kings which if you like never read the bible or you don't really know the context uh king first kings or the book of kings is like the transition from david so with david there was like a lot of conquering a lot of war a lot of like gaining land and like power and stuff and so uh first kings is like the transition from david over to the next king of israel which would be king solomon his son um so that's what's going on in chapter one is just like that transition of power and i was reading it god i'm not even gonna talk about how excited i am anymore like i'm just gonna get into it so i want to share my highlights i'm not gonna be reading like the actual story word for word because it is a lot 
but I do have notes in front of me that I'm going to read off of and just share some of the lessons and the points that stood out to me. I so <laughs> when I printed out the text last night because I wanted to like mark it up, um, I printed it in NIV because I just like went to Bible Gateway, typed in the text and like printed it. I didn't take the time to change it to the version that I like to use, which is the new King James version, because I know K KJV King James version is like the best or whatever, but I'm not there yet in my English comprehension. I want to be able to understand what I'm reading. So NKJV is where I'm at in this season. And that's what I read out of primarily, but I do use um, the Bible app to compare. I love to compare versions because sometimes other versions just have a way of saying things or explaining things that makes more sense, that hits different. But primarily, I do read in the New King James Version. And then if there's something that stands out to me or something that I want more clarity on, that's when I'll pull up the compare button on the Bible app and scroll through all the different versions. So I say that to say that uh, on my notes is the NIV, but I did make some notes that were from the New King James Version because I just think the wording hit different. So first off, the story begins with King David. He's old. He's sick. Um, he pretty much has hypothermia because it literally says that they could not keep him warm and so they hired a nurse for him and I thought that was really interesting because if you know me I am a registered nurse and I never thought about like nursing in the bible but it's definitely right here they definitely hired our king David a nurse right here so I thought that was pretty cool if you're a nurse and you want to see that in the bible it's first kings verses one through four pretty cool and then I was like thinking about getting hired to be a nurse for a king and like I mean, in today's culture and society, like if that would be interesting, because um, in this time, the when the story is being written, so she was hired to be the nurse for the king. But even though that they didn't have like any um, adult relations, we'll say she was still marked as a concubine for the rest of her life, even though that, that wasn't even what was going on. She was his nurse. And so because of that, like. It changed her status so but i don't know about that part but i thought it was pretty cool that she got to be the nurse to the king anyways so yeah king david's sick he's old and then um so verse five starts off and also just disclaimer all right we're reading the old testament bible i don't know how to pronounce these names and i'm not gonna try to i'm just gonna say whatever comes out and you're just gonna go with it okay okay thank you anyways verse five starts then Adonijah, the son of Haggith, exalted himself. Right there, I was like, mm, red flag, flag on the play, <laughs> exalted himself. That just like stood out to me because I think the Bible is very clear about people who exalt themselves, who put themselves higher than they ought to be. Um, so that was already like the first, that was the first hint that this is not going to go well. Anyway, so yeah, basically, uh, this is David's, one of his older sons. It's Absalom's younger brother, which if you have never read 2 Samuel, Absalom killed his brother for raping his sister. Craziness. Like the Bible is literally crazy. Anyways, so he kills his brother and then he runs, he flees, and then 
he is brought back to his father's land and so because he's like a murderer his dad is not really supposed to associate with him but it's his dad so like he wants to and so he tries to like talk with his dad but his dad is not having it immediately and so he literally sets one of his dad's top officials fields on fire i'm like this is wild so anyways we're not talking about him that's in second samuel if you're curious we're talking about his younger brother adonijah so he decides that his dad is on the way out and he's gonna take over the throne he decides that for himself and he gets some people to support his shenanigans so he gets Joab and who's like a warrior guy and Abithiar, a priest to support him. But, but he leaves out Zadok, the priest, Benaniah. This is another warrior guy. Uh, Nathan, the prophet, might I add, this is one of the true prophets. Um, Shimmy, Ray and David's special guard. They all got left out. So Adonijah and his little gang go and they make the sacrifices that were to be made as part of him. I guess like it's like a coronation, not a coronation, but like as part of him becoming king, he starts like making all these sacrifices, making a whole scene. But the text says in verse 10, he did not invite Nathan, the prophet, Benaniah or the special guard or his brother Solomon. Notice all the people he's leaving out, right? Very... (laughs) I don't know it's just giving intentional like they did not get invited to the party like yeah he knew what he was doing because Nathan is a true prophet of God and one thing about the true prophets is that they're gonna tell the truth whether you like it or not they're not gonna just tell you what you want to hear so we got left out Benaniah the other warrior guy got left out a mighty warrior who fought for David got left out and his brother Solomon got left out and you know why he probably got left out because he knew that Solomon was supposed to be king but he was like nah I'm gonna make myself king so uh, little bro you gonna have to sit this one out crazy anyways um so then Nathan the prophet goes to Bathsheba who is Solomon's mother, which I think we, if you have been in the church for any type of time, you know the story of David and Bathsheba, but if not, go read it. Very scandalous, okay? <laughs> um, so Nathan goes to Bathsheba and he's basically just like, ma'am, do you hear, like, do you see what's going on here? Like, have you heard? Like, Adonijah's out here making himself king and you know that your son was supposed to be king so if you're trying to save your life and your son's life you better go talk to king david because shenanigans is taking place and then he was like and after you go to king david i'm gonna pop up conveniently afterwards just to really confirm that like solomon is supposed to be the king and one thing i love about this is that bathsheba even though the origins of her relationship with king david was scandalous Um, I love that she still had that influence and she was still able to like approach him with her thoughts and desires. So she wasn't a queen per se, but she still had influence. So I thought that was kind of cool. Anyways, so she goes to King David and he is like, what do you want? And she is like, you said that Solomon was going to be king after you. But now your son Adonijah is out here becoming the king. And you don't even know about it. He's out here sacrificing. He got all these people with him. But he did not invite Solomon. He did not invite some other people. So 
if you don't intervene here, me and my son are going to be treated as criminals. That's what it says. And while she's speaking to King David, Nathan the prophet pops up just like he said he would. And he's like, King, do you know what's going on? Have you heard? And I love that because it's just like, <laughs> like, you know, he heard like you just told that she would go there. But anyways, he was like, have you heard like your son is out here making himself king? Like you need to fix this because you know that your Solomon is supposed to be king next and myself Zadok Benaniah and Solomon did not get an invite to the party okay so y'all gonna fix this or what anyway so then King David is now aware so he's like calling Bathsheba and I love this so he makes an oath to her that like Solomon will be the king but one thing that stood out to me and this is in verse 29 he says um surely as the Lord lives and this is where I want to switch over to the Actually, no. So in the NIV, it says, surely as the Lord lives, who has delivered me out of every trouble. So in the New King James, it says, who has redeemed my life from every distress. And I underline that because I want to get to the point in my life. I mean, I can say that now, but like I can only imagine how it hits different to get into your older years towards the end of your life and look back and say, God has brought me out of everything. Like, I just want that to be my testimony. So I, I underline that because I just that blessed me. Anyways, he was like, yeah, I promised you that Solomon is going to be the king and he will sit on my throne. So then he was like, call in the priest, Zadok, call in the prophet, Nathan, and call in Benaniah, a.k.a. all the guys that was left out. And he told them, like, take take my men with you and take my son with you and go down to Jehan, however you say that, and make have uh, Zadok and Nathan anoint Solomon king over Israel, blow the trumpet and shout, long live Solomon. And I love that because and he says, I have appointed him ruler over Israel and Judah. Remember how Adonijah exalted himself appointed himself but king david is like no like this is my choice this is my pick and it's i love to look into the details um i use a study bible when i read my bible sometimes because sometimes i read on my phone but anyways when i am not in her rush or like when i'm at home or when i have my bible with me i read the physical thing and i have a study bible and it has little notes in it which adds to the context so this place that he's telling them to take solomon to is because of its location they would not have been seen by Adonijah and his crew but they definitely would have been heard so take note of that anyway so they're like okay cool amen so be it and let's do it so the priest the prophet the warrior guy and get this part the Carithites and the pelethites went down and had solomon mount king david's mule they escorted him to jihan so reading this verse you're like okay again it's all the people that was left out right but i thought that this was so interesting and this is where i'm gonna pull out my actual bible so the Carithites and the pelethites you're like who that right when they come into the story so they are actually mercenaries and I'm going to read the footnote from my Bible on this because it blessed me. And this is uh, verse 38 now. 
So Solomon was pro- it says Solomon was proclaimed king. There was no accepted method of secession in Israel. David was the on- was only the country's second king. He had received the crown through prof- prophetic anointing and conquest rather than blood succession, which means like he got the throne because God said that you will be the king and he kind of had to go through some struggle for it. It wasn't like passed on because his dad was king. Anyways, Israel was accustomed to charismatic leadership, not a dynastic line, not, you know, this is my father, now the son and so forth. Um, making it possible for someone with sufficient force and personality to stage a claim to the throne, which our boy Adonijah definitely did. And Solomon had the royal troops on his side as well as prophetic anointing. The Carathites, Charathites, whatever, and Pelathites were foreign mercenaries, probably of Philistine descent. I just, first of all, when they said not only did he have royal troops on his side, but anointing, that blessed me because it's like, oh, you got an army with you and you got God? <laughs> it's a wrap and like if i'm going forward into anything that's what i want to have like i want to have some people who got my back and the lord himself more importantly because who gonna stop me anyways that just blessed me and i thought it was cool that these foreign mercenaries these hired soldiers or warriors or whatever were probably a philistine descent because we know that like david fought the philistines david and goliath goliath was the philistine and so I'm just imagining like these are not just like warriors, but they're like big people. I don't know. That's just like how I saw it. So I thought that was really cool. Anyways, back to the story. So they all go and they sound the trumpet. They shout long live King Solomon and all the people went up after him playing pipes and rejoicing greatly so that the ground shook with the sound. Basically, they was making a whole scene, okay? A whole parade. Like, you wasn't going to miss what was happening. It was very loud. The ground shook. That's how loud it was. So, I love that because it's like, not only are you going to see that Solomon is king, but you're going to feel it too. I love that. So, Adonijah thought he was big and bad, doing his own thing, making himself king. And the Lord was like, nah. Solomon is going to be the king and you're going to know about it. Like everybody knew about it. Like Solomon is the king. Like that part about how they were so loud that the ground shook is just like crazy. Like that's probably real loud. Anyway, so Adonijah was off the scene with his people and they're like, what's all this noise? What's going on? And Jonathan comes in and they were like oh like for sure you got good news like what's going on and he was like solomon has made him not made himself but like king david has declared solomon to be the king and i'm not gonna uh, that's the paraphrase there's more to it but yeah and so he tells them like you're not the king anymore like solomon is the real king and i love this because remember how they were all big and bad making these sacrifices making a little scene Well, it says all the guests who were with Adonijah were afraid, arose, and each one went his way. (laughs) When I read that, I just laughed out loud because it's like they were so big and bad and bold trying to take over the, the throne, trying to make themselves kings and in these positions of power. 
But now, now that King Solomon is rightfully given the throne, all of that courage, all of the audacity is gone. And that just cracked me up because it's like the very people that they tried to leave out. Well, that didn't work. <laughs> that didn't work at all. And so we're going to go back to that. But one of the things that I forgot to make note of uh, is in verse 48. Uh, King David was worshiping from his bed that his son his rightful son Solomon is the king and he says blessed be the Lord God of Israel who has given one to sit on my throne this day while my eyes see it and that part also blessed me I literally underlined while my eyes see it because I think like as Christians um one thing that I've been hearing lately is how like we are going to build things that will outlive us. We're going to start things that our eyes may not see the end of. We're doing a great work. And yeah, like sometimes that is the case. But I think sometimes God wants us to see like his promises fulfilled while we're still in the land of the living. Like I think sometimes that God wants our eyes to see like what the Lord has done, like we don't it doesn't have to outlive us it doesn't have to happen before we die like or after we die um it could happen right before our eyes so i love that and it's just it kind of reminded me of of or not reminded me but like inspired me of a little prayer that i would just ask god like god the things that you have the blessings that you have your promises i pray that i'm still alive to see them come to pass like i love that so anyways yeah Solomon is rightfully the king now. Adonijah, not so big and bad now. All his little friends, his little gang, they gone. And basically, he, like, runs and asks for mercy because he knows he was in the wrong. And so I love Solomon because even though he's not, like, the oldest when he becomes a king, um, he still treats people very fairly. And I think that's even seen into the next chapter. But anyways, he says, if he shows himself to be worthy, not a hair of his head will fall to the ground. But if evil is found in him, he will die. And then he brings his brother before him and he tells him, go home, which it says, go to your home. But in my head, I was like, go home, Roger, because <laughs> you really have to make the Bible like sometimes it's good to add some fun into the Bible and just like read things like for real. Like he literally told his boy, go home. OK, your fun is done now. It was you had a little time. Your time's up. Go home now. But anyways. I really respect Solomon because even in the next chapter where his dad is giving him more formal instructions of like, I'm passing away, you're taking over. Um, don't forget about this guy and this guy that did me dirty, like go ahead and like kill them, um, which is wild. <laughs> but anyways, um, and then if you read on, like his dad told him, told him to like get rid of those guys, but he actually gave those people a chance to like prove themselves, but they didn't. And they did have to end up being getting rid of. But anyways, I love that he gave his brother a chance because I think it just speaks to his character, who he is as a person. Um, I've been seeing this quote on Instagram and it's like, you have to know the difference between somebody making a mistake and somebody repeating a pattern. And it goes on to say how like mistakes you can forgive, but patterns need to be broken. And I think this is such a good example of this because... 
he gave his brother a chance, right? Benefit of the doubt. He was like, listen, I know you was tripping. I know you thought you was going to be king, but you're not. Go home and behave yourself. If you don't behave yourself, you're going to die. But if not, you know, I'll let you be. And if you read on into, I don't know if it's chapter two or three, Adonijah pops back up with some audacity. <laughs> audacity is on sale for him. And he tries to like make some requests that would be considered a little disrespectful to the king. And so at that point, Solomon is like, yeah, you're done. You got to go. But I love that he at least gave him a chance. And I think there's a lesson to that to be learned in that as well. Which it goes back to that whole thing of like, you got to recognize when somebody just made a mistake and when somebody's repeating a pattern and act accordingly. I'm not saying you got to go out here, you know, often people, but I'm just saying you might need to make some adjustments, you know? Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. Anyways, so that was another really good lesson from this. But as I was reading the story, I just thought that it was such good proof of like two things. Those who counted you out can't count. And secondly, people may leave you out, but God did not forget about you. And that really blessed me because I don't know about you guys, but there's been times in my life where I feel left out or I'm looking at stuff on social media and it's like, why didn't I get an invite or, you know, like I wasn't invited or, you know, like it's been so many times throughout life where you feel like you are left out. You feel like God forgot about you. But this proof is this story is just proof that like even when people try to leave you out, even when they like literally invite everybody but you, if God is for you, then nobody could be against you. If God is for you, then you're not really forgotten. Your time is coming. Let God do his thing. So that was just really inspiring to me in this season. And that's all I got for y'all today. Um, I know that some of the interviews have been on the lengthier side, but I wanted to come on and do a solo episode real quick because God really put that on my heart to share. I just want to remind somebody that you are not counted out. If people counted you out, they can't count. People may have forgotten about you, but God did not. Okay, just be patient. All right. He's coming to do what he said he's going to do. So that's my encouragement. I won't keep y'all for long. Thank you so much for supporting Get Up 10 Podcast and everything that I got going on. Before I end this, I do want to mention my journal and my book because I know y'all is like, we saw it, like, where are they at? So with the journal, I've been having issues getting it uh, approved by Amazon. So I just submitted it for approval. Um, so today I'm recording this on October 6th. You'll hear this episode on August. Did I say August? I'm in October. <laughs> today is october 6th um i submitted it yesterday so hopefully if things go well when this episode comes out it will be available for purchase but if not uh, i'm gonna just try something else because i'm really excited about this journal it's so good it's there is space for you to like just put your thoughts but there's also some like guided things some prompts that i put in there so I can't wait to release that to you guys. It's coming out. I'm just going to keep trying my best, you know, when one door closes, another one opens. So the journal is coming out. My book will also hopefully be out later this month. Just going to put some finishing touches on it and then that will be out as well. So stay tuned. Things are getting real. <laughs> but thank you as always for supporting me and Get Up 10 Podcast. And...
I don't remember which episode I'm going to put after this, but I know it's going to be a really good interview. So stay tuned. Feel free to let me know what you guys are thinking of these interviews. They have been so good. Um, follow Get Up 10 on Instagram, Get Up 10 Podcast, and Get Up 10 on Facebook. I created a Facebook page. So feel free to like drop your reviews and your feedback on there. Subscribe, follow, like, all that, whatever. Yeah. Have a great day. Bye.